Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Make that 18 times in a row. Please congratulate your 2023 WSMA Class AA State Marching Band Champion, Green. State band competition over the weekend in Whitewater, Eric. Now, is that them celebrating yeah. by playing music? No, no. <laughs> Mixed in a little bit of the show. Oh, I was going to say, wow, that's incredible. They had their instruments ready to rock. Kind of worried with the weather. Turned out okay. We are the evening session. Uh, Greendale High School winning its 18th consecutive state band title. My daughter's in the dance line for band. My other, Her older sister was also in that. And Max was in drum line for a year. Uh, but so that's our connection to Greendale Band. Really great show, actually. If you're kind of into marching bands and stuff, I'd encourage you to go out to Whitewater one of these years. It's always around the same time, mid to late October. And there's some amazing bands from around the state. They do extraordinary shows, and they crank them in and out. You know, it's like a 15-minute cycle. This one off, next band in, that's set cool. your stuff up, plug in, bing, bing, bing. The band show is happening. Oak Creek won their division for the state's largest school, so shout out to, to the Marching Knights. Yes, sir. As well. There you go, Brandon. Uh, our band's theme this year was The Circle, so you, had a, you heard a little Lion King in there. Ah, okay. The Circle of Life is mm-hmm. part of the show. Mm-hmm. And then sticking with the theme, see if you recognize this one. Come on, e, you got this. <laughs> I don't have it. Little Justin Timberlake goes oh. around, comes around. Oh, oh, very good. You got it here. like the marching bands. <laughs> Every time I play stuff for Eric, he's like, oh, it sounds awesome. It does. I just like the, the sound, right. the tone. It's not easy to play outside. Man, and it was it was cold, but at least it wasn't wet, so you had all that. Congrats once again to our neighbors in Oak Creek as well, your Quad A champions, and then Greendale taking home its 18th straight. We'll take the Lion King theme to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York City there this year. That's awesome. So look for that hometown flavor there on Thanksgiving morning. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Free time for the Milwaukee Bucks. Debuted last night under the bright lights in Los Angeles. Damian Lillard and Giannis making their preseason debuts for the Bucks, And it did not take long for Dame time to clock in in this one. And the Bucks now take it the other direction, leading by a point. Damian Lillard's got it on the left wing. Lillard going to fire away. Three-pointer, yeah, baby. Dame knocks it down right after Giannis does on the opposite wing. Lillard sticks his first field goal as a buck here in this preseason. Dave Kane on the call right here on 620. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Giannis leading the team in scoring with 16, while Lillard, yeah, baby, added 14 as the Bucks go on for the 108-97 preseason win over the Lakers. Head coach Adrian Griffin speaking post-game on his new starting point guard. He's a smart player, and I think early in the game, being in the point guard role, um, he was looking to execute and uh, get others involved. And he knows, look, he's he's a constant pro. He he knows when how to get a shot. He knows when he wants to get a shot. He has great command uh, of the game. The Bucks will be back in action tomorrow night in Oklahoma City. They take on the Thunder. That tip-off is scheduled for 7 p.m. 
Week six of the NFL season rolled on Sunday afternoon. No Packers game as they heal up, up on their bye week around the NFC North, though. It saw the Minnesota Vikings defeat the Chicago Bears by a final score of 19-13. to Quarterback Justin Fields exited that game with a later diagnosed dislocated thumb, and the Lions winners once again beating Tampa Bay by a final of 20-6 to to improve to 5-1 and on their season. Over to Major League Baseball, the Texas Rangers taking a 1-0 series lead in the ALCS with the 2-0 win, win over the Houston Astros. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. The payoff pitch. He struck him out swinging, and the Rangers have drawn first blood. They have shut out the Astros 2-0. The call on 105-3, the fan. Game two of that ALCS matchup is set for tonight. And game one of the NLC matchup between the Phillies excuse me, between the Phillies, is on set for tonight. And lastly, the San Francisco Giants have interviewed Alyssa Natkin for their vacant managerial job. Natkin becomes the first female to formally interview for an on-field operational manager job in MLB history. 618 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Yeah, baby. Six twenty-one on Wisconsin's morning news. This morning, the push continues to not only evacuate civilians in northern Gaza, as an Israeli ground offensive is imminent. Although we've been saying that for a week almost, uh, but also to get Americans out of that war zone. The Biden administration is stepping up evacuations of American citizens on the other side of the border in Israel. They have charter planes and now even a boat taking Americans in Israel who can't get commercial flights out of the country. They're taking them into Europe where they can then travel on to the U.S. Because many American airlines uh, suspended commercial travel into and out of Israel in the wake of everything that's going on. President Biden gave an extensive interview to 60 Minutes, several important takeaways from his remarks. The president affirming U.S. support for Israel's response to the terrorist attack at the hands of Hamas more than a week ago now. Israel is going after a group of people who engage in barbarism that is as consequential as the Holocaust. And uh, so I think Israel has to respond. They have to go after Hamas. There's a limit, though, Eric, and we've been talking about this for the week. Folks have been sort of quietly discussing, like, what exactly is the outcome or the desired outcome of the ground offensive into Gaza? And how easy will that be? And how long would you stay in casualties and everything else? What does the future of that look like after You've done that, and the president is starting to talk about that as well. What will the U.S. support following that initial hit back on Hamas? What does the future of Gaza look like, for example? Hamas and the extreme elements of Hamas don't represent all the Palestinian people. And uh, I think that uh, it would be a mistake uh, for Israel to occupy Gaza again. Okay, so the president's putting it out there. Long-term, Israel cannot stay in Gaza, in his view, reaffirming that there must be a Palestinian state as well. Without getting into the complexities of what that would look like, the president did speak on that. As for U.S. support, no plans for U.S. troops to be on the ground in this or any offensive at this point. Israel has one of the finest fighting forces in the country. I guarantee we're going to provide them everything they need. So there's, that's been sort of nebulous lately, everything they need. What, well, what is everything they need? The president was saying they don't need our ground forces. What was the number that we had last week? More than 300,000 reservists called up. For them to go in and do what they want to do on the ground, the president is saying they've not asked us for that and we've not offered that in terms of boots on the ground, so to speak. So those are the things to watch on Israel today. Now, the other thing 
growing fear of terrorist attacks in Europe or the U.S. Online terrorist chatter has been growing as a result of the war between Israel and Hamas. Katrine Debola is ahead of Europol, the European Union's police agency, sitting down with ABC News while visiting San Diego. She tells me right now... So there is a real-time exchange of information with the United States. She says she is concerned that somebody will try an attack somewhere, whether it be in the EU or in the U.S. We really have to monitor on a daily basis what is going on, and we have to be and to take uh, the precaution measures. Her teams are pouring over loads of online activity coming in. Alex Stone, ABC News, San Diego. We're going to talk live with Alex Stone at 810 this morning to break down the seriousness of these threats, how concerned we should be here locally across the U.S. as well. I believe Friday, Saturday was the sort of online call for terror. On Friday, yeah, right. the rage or whatever it was called. Yeah, day of rage yeah. or whatever. Is there, there's encouragement for lone wolves to act out in both Europe, in the U.S., supporters of Israel to this point and, you know, cause, cause trouble and try to get people to back away from their support. Uh, quickly, we'll mention in Washington as well, still no Speaker of the House. No easy resolution presenting itself either. ABC News White House correspondent Mary Alice Parks. There were still about 55 Republicans that Friday afternoon were saying that they were not interested in voting for Jim Jordan. So they went home for the weekend. I mean, the reality is they haven't figured this out. We're looking at nearly two weeks since they canned Kevin McCarthy, two weeks without a speaker. So Republicans expected to get back to work on that process today. 626 News about your Money this morning. WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Dow Jones Industrial Average closed Friday up about 40 points to 33,670. The other indices not as favorable. NASDAQ down about 167 points to 13,407. And the S&P 500 closed at 4328. That was off about 22 points. Annex Ignite, Annex Comprehensive Wealth, Annex Private Client. They'll meet you where you're at. Details at AnnexWealth.com. So if this Monday morning you're feeling a bit of a need to dry out, and I'm not talking about from the weather, maybe you had a few Friday night, a few too many Saturday, right back into it Sunday. Anyway, more and more Wisconsin restaurants and bars are offering alternatives to alcohol. The dining and nightlife scene of the Brew City can unsurprisingly be an alcohol-centric world. But not everyone wants to live up to Wisconsin's reputation as the drunkest state in America. Alcohol has become this pervasive element of our lives that, okay, if I'm going out to eat, I'm going to get a cocktail, I'm going to get a beer, I'm going to get a wine. Even if you don't even want that thing, even if the alcohol is not what you're going for, it's just become an almost uh, knee-jerk reaction to being out. Owner of Discourse Coffee, Ryan Castellas, is a barista and a mixologist. He says that although NA beverages are important options for people who strictly avoid alcohol, they're not the largest customer base for the distillers of non-alcoholic spirits. Sober people are probably 10 to 15% of the market share. Really the people that these companies are marketing to is people who have chosen sobriety for a round or an evening or a week or a month. And as for the term mocktail, it is the most damaging and deleterious word in this space. To call something a mocktail 
is literally saying it's mocking cocktails. It's making fun of a cocktail. More and more restaurants in the Milwaukee area are making efforts to be inclusive of the decision to be sober, whether it's a permanent lifestyle or a choice for the day or the week. I've been fortunate to help create awareness, promote, and highlighting what it means to normalize not drinking. Eric Kennedy chose to stop drinking about eight years ago, and he's since been on a quest to find the best non-alcoholic options for beer, wine, and cocktails in Milwaukee. Kennedy helps visit Milwaukee keep track of which restaurants and bars are offering more than a juice or a Shirley Temple as alternatives. Those NA distilled spirits, to me, they still taste like a bourbon, or they have hints of a tequila or whiskey. Kennedy says the places with the best non-alcoholic options use high-quality ingredients and feature NA options just as prominently as alcohol on a menu. And unfortunately, we're still in that space of if I don't see it on the menu, I'm going to potentially be nervous to ask about it because I don't want to get called out or I don't want to have this ongoing intrusive potentially conversation about why are you not drinking, right? One place you will definitely not encounter that question is intoxicated in Racine. The dry bar, or as manager Jeff Gustin calls it, a so bar is 100% alcohol free. Our top three drinks would probably be the smoked old fashioned, which is your Wisconsin classic, and we put a smoke top on it and smoke it with oak chips right before it's served. And then a, a blackberry sage refresher and probably a prickly pear margarita. The so bar is also a safe place for someone who might be sober curious or is struggling with a form of alcoholism but doesn't feel ready to try a program like AA. They can get back to the fun things they used to do without having to worry about alcohol being present. We say a no regrets nightlife. It's because you're going to remember everything. This winter, a new bar concept called Equal Parts is coming to the Discourse Coffee Shop in downtown Milwaukee. Cast says the bar will offer over a dozen specialty cocktails that are identical in every way but the alcohol content. You're going to be handed the same menu. You're going to receive the same glassware. You're going to receive the same garnish. The drinks are going to look very similar. And really the only difference is going to be whether or not your drink contains or does not contain alcohol. Kennedy, Gustin, and Castellas all agree that alcohol is not the ingredient that defines a cocktail. Cocktail is a thoughtful composition of two or more ingredients that create a sum that is better than its parts. Cheers to a more inclusive bar scene in Milwaukee. For WTMJ News, I'm Jessica Gatso. Championship or bust in Milwaukee. Brandon Snide's Extra Points coming up next. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brandon Snide. The golden age of Bucks basketball is officially upon us. Milwaukee debuting their dynamic duo last night for the first time this preseason. And although it's only been a few weeks since the trade, and only one half that Giannis and Dame have played together, the pressure of getting back to the NBA Finals may now never be more significant than it is this season. Lillard's arrival to Milwaukee not only massively improves their offensive firepower, but also sets those expectations extremely high for immediate success this season season. Not next year, not Eastern Conference Finals, but the NBA Finals. It should go without saying, but that's now the standard here in Milwaukee. The team's bench remains much better than the league average. Bobby Portis, Pat Connaughton, and Jay Crowder will undoubtedly provide valuable depth and versatility, more than likely ensuring they maintain a plus positive throughout the regular season and eventually the playoffs. Giannis Adenokounmpo, the 2021 NBA Finals MVP and two-time league MVP, should have a personal endeavor to prove his dominance 
dominance as a true superstar by leading this Bucks team and this city to yet another championship. His freakish athleticism and the 2021 championship run has garnered some respect around the league, keyword some, but a repeat finals appearance could and would cement his legacy within the association and prove his worth amongst the all-time greats. Look, in a competitive Eastern Conference where teams like the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat will likely pose formidable challenges, making the NBA Finals is not just a lofty goal anymore, but a necessity for our Milwaukee Bucks. This year, the goal is clear. Championship or bust. WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. Picture pages this morning on Wisconsin's Morning News. If you want to take a look at a few photos that we posted, 855-616-1620, text the word gory. Although that's open to interpretation. We bring in our teammate from 1017 The Truth, Telly Hughes. Morning, Telly. Good morning. Now, your kids are a little bit older, so I don't know if you all like still do the, do the neighborhood walk for the Halloween decorations or you drive around and find some scary stuff. Is that something that's uh, in the family itinerary uh, i am so glad that is in the past but uh no we don't do that anymore but yes i i have many years of experience with that. so what did you think of the pictures i sent you this morning uh <laughs> interesting to say the least Vince. <laughs> so we have one of these community pages where i live in greendale and Sometimes they're full of posts. So maybe you have this where you live. What's the other? There's an app like called Nextdoor or something like that. That sounds right. And neighbors like share yep. things with one another. And sometimes it's really productive. Hey, does anybody know a good plumber? Does anybody know a whatever? Is anyone, does anyone know the date of this, that, or the other thing? Right, yeah, right. yeah. And then sometimes they're just a bloodletting. <laughs> Somebody posts something <laughs> in the comments. And in mine in Greendale, Telly, they posted, someone posted some really, he thought they were really cool pics of a big Halloween display in Greendale. And there were 109 comments. <laughs> One of them included, it's too much and too gory for the location. Children have to walk by there. It's right near an elementary bus stop. <laughs> well, so so the, the pictures of the ones that you took, there's one of Pennywise from Stephen King's It. Pennywise holding a uh, arm that's all bloody. <laughs> The, the arm is not one, attached to anyone anymore. There's another one with a half-rotted skeleton with skin hanging from it coming out of the ground. Okay. There's another one where I, I believe it's supposed to be a body wrapped in a body bag with a axe in its chest, <laughs> which seems like overkill. Okay. But I don't know. I, I don't know, T. What do you I think? I kind of thought the same thing, Vince. I mean, uh, I, I'm. I always wonder what is the thought process behind doing these things, like these costumes and 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 things that they're displaying in their yards. It just that they used to wake up and do this. Like this took effort, and to have an axe and a dead body, like just laying in your, like what is your goal? Like <laughs> that's just that's just saying, oh, we're celebrating Halloween, or you just got like a really dark side that you allow to come out around this time of year. <laughs> that's it. I hadn't thought of that. We had this thing in Tosa when I was growing up. It was. I feel like it was like the west side of Tosa, and they called it the scariest block in America or something like that. And it was like, it, it was the equivalent of what's the what's the holiday lights one in? in candy Cane candy Lane? Lane? Yeah, can, it was the equivalent of Candy Cane Lane tea, but except for Halloween stuff. And people would go, and I think Vandals hit it a number of years in a row, and then people quit doing it. But, like, it was an attraction. 
And it was full of stuff like this. And people went like they liked it. But the difference there, though, is that you went there knowing you were going to see this. The argument here, and I'm not saying I necessarily right, right. agree with it. The argument here is that it's just a random house next to a bus stop. <laughs> with a bunch of corpses. <laughs> I don't know if you go take pictures next to it or I don't, again, I don't understand like <laughs> what was the point? What is the significance? But I also know, and people don't really look at it this way. Well, I know I I feel like I'm one of the few people that look at it this way, but Halloween is one of those, I don't know. It's not even a holiday, but Halloween is one of those things that I think you have to really watch people because, it's like, are you that excited to dress up like somebody else for the day? <laughs> something that you wish you could do more, but Halloween gives you the best excuse to do it. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I have my theories about Halloween, as you can see. I was going to say, now I'm going to be embarrassed if you see me in costume on that Tuesday. Man, I, I don't go. Like, I really don't want to be Mary Poppins, I swear. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, T. Appreciate talking to you. Have a good show today. Have a good one. If you want to see it, I'm not going to give out the address or whatever, but if you know Greendale, it's in the M section. Or so, just text the word gory. Or text the word gory to 855-616-1620. Actually, we'd be interested in people's thoughts on that as well. Well, what is the rule on that? Like, is that, I don't, I wish I knew. It's a lot. I'll give you that. Doesn't bother me. And Would it have bothered you if you had Right, when my ones? kids were little and we were walk and they were walking to school, I don't I don't know. Like some of the other comments on there is like, okay, tell the kids it's Halloween. It's fake. Move, move along. Right. Right. But Which I is get true. it. I get it. I don't know. I, I think it's, I think Telly's point was interesting though. <laughs> What's going on in your world that this is what yeah, you decided? Opening the window into your mind. 658 business headlines are up next. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal.